Welcome to Coffee and Conversations Replay Mondays. This week's Replay Monday video is Love is the Power Source. Grab your coffee and your note card and get ready for a word from the Lord. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. He becomes the way, the truth, and the life. He becomes the way, the truth, and the life. He becomes the way, the truth, and the life. He is it. He becomes the way, the truth, and the life. <laughs> he becomes it. Not us. He becomes the way and the truth and life. So this is why, remember when the Lord was telling us yesterday, this is why we have to arrest our thoughts. This is why we have to arrest our thoughts. This is why we have to make the decision. You know what? I'm going to make the decision to only think on things above. When we say Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, when we say way, we're saying a method, a style, or a manner of doing something. He becomes, he becomes the way, the truth, and the life. He is. He's our way of thinking. He's our manner in which we do something, right? He, he is, he is. I think it was Teresa earlier said here, we are living epistles, right? He becomes the way, the truth, and the life. He is nothing else, nothing else. He's the standard and we become the standard bearers for a generation. God is calling us into something more than ourselves. Will you accept the call today? Will you accept the call? Will you make the decision today? You know what, Daddy God, I'm going to accept the call today that you are calling me into something greater than myself. And I'm not going to be selfish and I'm not going to lean into my own understanding. And I'm not going to let my heart deceive me because the heart is so deceptive. That heart will deceive you to make you think you're on the right path and you'll be on the wide path doing all regular things with all the regular folks. And God is like, no, I'm calling you into a season of greatness that I want you to live out for the rest of your life. My God, strengthen us, strengthen us in your word, strengthen us in your word, strengthen us in your word. My God, so I have, I have some things I want to share with you. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O oh Lord, you are my strength and you are my redeemer. Holy Spirit, go before me and do what only you can do. I decrease, Lord, so you can increase. Open the eyes of our understanding to the hope and call of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Enlighten us, O oh Lord. Enlighten us, O oh Lord. Let us catch revelation in your word today of what you are saying to us. In Jesus' name, amen. My God, my God. So I got, I mean, my heart is over bubbling over with joy, right? My heart is over bubbling with joy. My God, it is like it's overwhelmed with joy this morning. And the reason that it's overwhelmed with joy is because I know Daddy God is with us. And I promise you after the seven days of consecration, something came alive. There must have been, see, this is why I'm saying you cannot lean into your own understanding. There must have been a dry place in me that I had not recognized. Because after seven days of consecration, I felt alive. Like there was an awakening. There was, a, a, there was something so alive in me. I was like, this is why we can't trust. This is why we cannot trust ourselves in this. This is why we've got to trust you. This is why we can't lean into our own understanding. This is why we cannot assume we are good with you. This is why you told us to be building altar. This is why we have to press in because something alive, like something, something sparked, something took off. 
And I was like, there was something in me for me to feel this. There was something in me dry for me to feel this wet. My God, there was still something that needed to be awakened for me to feel this wet, right? To feel the, the flow. He said, your flow, flow like rivers flow, the flow. There was something in me that had to be dry for me to feel this wet. That's why you can't go. That's why David said it's so important for you to have a broken contrite. It's got to be broken and contrite. You can't be walking around exalted and, oh, I'm, and assuming anything. Because there might be a desert, Right. There might be a desert that's hidden behind an oasis. I'm not I'm not going to go there this morning. There might be a desert. There might be a desert that's hidden behind oasis. There may be something that's hidden behind something and you didn't even realize it. Right. And because you've been so focused on the oasis or so focused on what's wet, you were ignoring what was dry. Right. Anybody anytime. Can I tell you something when I've had people who have had um systematic issues in their hearts, right? When they've experienced heart failure, all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I, I didn't even know. I didn't even know I had a blockage. I exercise, I eat right. I didn't, I didn't even recognize that I had a blockage. I didn't know that there was even something going wrong in my heart. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden there's something, oh, well, you had a mild heart attack or you had a stroke. Well, how did I have a mild heart attack or stroke? I'm eating right. I'm exercising all the time, but can I tell you something? The buildup for the blockage was already there. The build, the buildup, the buildup for the blockage, the buildup for the blockage was already, it was caused by something, 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 something. It was caused by something. And so we have to be so careful. We have to be so careful when we come to ourselves and assume we all good with God, right? It's haughtiness. It's pride when you can't walk before God and say, search the deep things of my heart. Let me not assume I'm not on your track. Let me not assume I'm on track, right? Not, let me not assume I'm all good with you. Let me not rank and rate my scales by self, by thoughts and deeds and actions and things that I'm saying, oh no, I'm all good. And God is like, you, you baby, you got a dry place. You've been so focused. You've been drinking at that oasis for so long. You've been stuck in that position for so long. You've been stuck there for so long. You ain't even see, you didn't even know there was a desert beyond that. You didn't know you rested at the oasis. You stopped at the oasis. And God is saying it's more to you than that. My God, my God, my God. I want to talk to you this morning. Um, I want to read this first to you. First um, Corinthians 13. And we're going to read this out the message Bible because everything that we do, we're supposed to do in the love, like everything we're supposed to do and do in love. We're not supposed to do anything out of anxiety. We're not supposed to do anything out of our emotions. We're not supposed to do anything out of our lack. I understand why when we started the seven days of consecration, the Lord said to us, do not make a decision. I don't want you to make any decision. If something comes up to you, put it on the table. Let's spend time praying on it over it. And then I'm going to turn around and I'm going to give you the instructions right? I'm going to turn around and I'm going to give you the instructions. So I want to read first Corinthians 13, four and eight, because the pre the precipice of everything we do from this point out has to be motivated by love. I hear you, daddy. Everything we do from this on out, love has to be the only motivation because I love God and because he first loved me. Right. And because I love God and he first loved me, then I'm going to love his people and I'm going to care for his people. Everything that I do, everything that I build, everything that I say, everything that I become a part of from this point out, like from this point out has to be conceived and done with love. 
has to be done with God's love, not our perverse, twisted love, right? Everything from this moment, every step that you take into the, everything that you step into the water from this point on, everything as we're crossing over, right? As we're about to, as we're possessing the land, right? When you're crossing your, absolutely. When you're crossing, you're possessing at the same time. Every, everything that we possess and take from this point on has to be done in the spirit of love. Because can I tell you something? Love is where the resurrecting power existed. I don't even know if I'm going to get all to my notes today. Love is where the resurrecting power existed. When love, when love went to the cross, when love went to, you got to hear me. When love went to the cross, that's when the resurrecting power Right. That same power that's in Jesus Christ came into your life when love went to the cross, when love hung and bled, when love was bruised, when love was spat on, when love was talked about, when love was ostracized, when love was consumed. That's when the resurrected power. That's when the resurrected power came into your life. That's that's when that power came into your life, right? That power was all rooted in love. God did that. John, I'm just John. Can I John 316 you? We learned that in vacation Bible school. Can I John 316 you? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. My God, his only begotten son that he gave his only begotten son, right? That God so loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son, right? And when we talk about begotten, it's the past participle of begat, right? And so if I begot or I begotten, it's a generate, it's a produce. God produced him, right? God produced him. It's a belief. He's a power. He, he gave his only begotten son. He gave his only power in love. He gave his only power in love. He gave his power in love, right? Jesus, the object of his affection, he gave him in love because he loved you that much. So everything that we do from this point on, every step that we make, every decision we make has to be done in love. Love for the father first, right? That's, that's what he said. He said, what's the greatest commandment? They were trying to twist him up. They were trying to catch him up. They, they were trying, trying to see if he was as solid as he was. They say, what is the greatest commandment? What is your, your greatest commandment? And Jesus said, I tell you, I'm not here to abolish the law. As a matter of fact, I came to affirm the law. Come on, Holy Spirit, talk to us this morning. I didn't come to abolish the law. As a matter of fact, I came to prove that the law, what was said in the law is real, right? And you practice what's in the law because of how much you love God. So here is the greatest commandment. My God, the greatest commandment to you is this. You're going to love the Lord thy God with all your heart. Right. Can I tell you something? I assert, I assert in there because I always hear it in my spirit. When I love the Lord thy God with all my heart, then I interject Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 in there, right? And I'm going to lean not into my own understanding. When I love the Lord my God with all my heart, I'm going to lean not into my own understanding. And in all my ways, I'm going to acknowledge him and he's going to direct my path. Why? Because I love the Lord thy God with all my heart. And when I love him with all my heart, I don't lean into my own understanding to try to make an understanding of what God is saying to me, to try to make an understanding of how God is leading me. I don't do that. So when I love the Lord, that God with all my heart, so then when, when I love him with all my heart, once I've loved him with all my heart, then I can turn around and love my neighbor with, as I love myself, 
because I'm not leaning into my own understanding of how I'm supposed to love my neighbor. Oh, this is good, y'all. <laughs> this is good, y'all. This is good. Come on, Holy Spirit. That This is good. So when I love him with all my heart, I don't lean into my own understanding. I'm not, under, I'm not trying to figure out how to do things in love. I'm operating in love because I love God with all my heart and God is love. God is love. God is love. And when I accepted Jesus Christ, I became love. That's why I always say love is my superpower. One of my friends said, had to release that in me. She said to me, she said, it's okay for you to love people the way you do. The, the world told you you shouldn't love. The world told you don't love with this level of vulnerability. And you try to quench your, that's not how you were created. You're supposed to love like that because that's the father's love in this earth. So I release you today in the name of Jesus to love like the love of your father. That's the power. I understand what God had me studying this morning. That's the power. The power is love. That's the power. That's what we've been lacking. That's what we've been missing. The power is love, right? So when I love the Lord, just can you find that scripture so they don't think I'm just saying something and post that scripture up there? So when I love the Lord, thy God, with all my heart, right? I'm not going to lean into my own understanding of how I, I'm not leaning into my own understanding. I'm not going to lean in my own understanding when God says to bless my enemy. I'm not going to lean into my own understanding when God tells me to hold my peace. I'm not going to lean into my own understanding when God, when, when God says do good to those. Do good to those that misspitefully use you. I'm not going to lean into my own understanding when God says, bless those that persecute you. I'm not going to leave lean into my own understanding when God says to me, forgive them 70 times 70, forgive them, forgive them. Every time they apologize, forgive them. Every time they come to you, forgive them. Every time they repent, forgive them. I'm not going to lean into my own under, understanding. I'm not going to lean into my own understanding with bigotry. I'm not going to lean into my own understanding with racism. I'm not, I'm not going to lean into my own understanding with the wickedness of this world. I'm not, 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 I am not, <laughs> I am, I am not, I am not going to lean into my own understanding because if I lean into my own understanding, then I'm going to begin to take matters in my own hand. And I'm going to be able to, I'm going to begin to operate into the things of this world. And I'm not, I'm going to wrestle against flesh and blood instead of destroying the principalities in love. Holy Spirit, you got us wound up. I'm going to wrestle against flesh and blood. I'm going to wrestle against flesh and blood because I'm not going to destroy principalities in love. When God has already told me the greatest commandment, the greatest thing that I could ever do was love. My God. Well, y'all go ahead and drop the link to give. I think just did that. My God, we thank you. We always take an offering up on this devotional. If, if the Lord speaks to you, if the Lord places it in your heart, we just pause and like we do in church just to take up an offering. You can go to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com and find out all the ways to give and all the things that our ministry does. Will y'all drop that for me? And then we're going to continue on. Thank you, Lord. I'm just saying, if God puts it in your heart to partnership with this ministry, will you consider that, please? Will you consider that? We helping us get the gospel throughout the world. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. And so I'm going to read this to you today. And I hope that in your heart that you become so moved and compelled to love like never before. 
Like this is the day that I'm going to make the decision that I'm going to love like never before. I am not going to continue in my own way. I'm not going to lean into my own understanding. That is where I've been lacking the power. I've been lacking the power because I haven't tapped into the love. I've been lacking the power because I haven't tapped into the love, right? That's been the problem. I'm lacking the power because I have not tapped into the love. That's the power. That's been my motivation has been wrong. My motivation has been off. And the and because my motivation has been off, I've been giving out. <laughs> See, you didn't realize that love was the power to sustain you. You didn't realize that love was what you were going to need to build the trust. You didn't you didn't realize that love was what you needed to fill in the gaps. You thought in your brokenness that you needed something else. And God was saying, absolutely not. All you needed was love. Father, forgive us for not surrendering to your love. Forgive us for not being able to conceive what kind of love you give. Forgive us for that. Forgive us, forgive us, forgive us for, for not looking to your love. Forgive us for allowing other things to fill our cup. Forgive us for that. Forgive us for not understanding that your love was the most important thing on this earth. Not degrees. Now, that stuff is good. That stuff is cool. That stuff is cool. That stuff is cool. But, but the, most, the most significant thing that you ever asked us to do was to love you and then love everybody else. So when I'm wrestling with a principality, what I'm wrestling against is my ability to be able to still pour out and walk in love. That, that's, that's, that's where the enemy has been trying to keep us so we won't pray. <laughs> Ooh, cool. He knew your weapon was love. If I can keep you in a position in a place where you mad at me and you won't pray for me, if I can keep you in a position in a place where you mad at the president of our country and you won't pray, if I can keep you in a position in place where when you step on my toes, I won't get in the gap and pray for you. Then I know my, then, then my, then I have disabled your love and your love is not functioning. And when your love is not functioning, then the power goes out. And when the power goes out, you're unplugged, right? And your battery is only going to last so long. Anybody ever ran out the house and you, you only let your phone charge up on one and you forgot to take your core with you. And then you run out, then you, then you run out the house. Then you run out the house. When you run out the house, you run out the house and then you out and you busy and you moving around. And the next thing you know, your phone, phone dies. And you have absolutely no contact with or connection to anything. It's because love isn't your power source. Love, lack of love. I'm just telling you, lack of love will make you give up. It'll make you give out. It'll make you disconnect. And you've been looking for the power and it rests in his love, <laughs> right? You, you've been looking for the power and it rests in his love. You got to first receive the love, baby. My God, I've got to receive this love. I've got to help to have the Holy Spirit ask me, show me what this kind of love, baby, this, this is a love that's inconceivable. This is a, this is a, the scripture tells us, this is, it says, how many, remember when we were in Romans five? Let me go. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when we were in Romans five, he said, what kind of man does this? Most people won't give up their son. Nobody's going to die for you like this. Right. When we were utterly helpless, this is Romans five, six verse. Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. 
Now, most people would not be willing to die for an upright person, though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good. But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. Jesus Christ restored the relationship. And so if he restored the late relationship, then why would not tap into the power? Why would not tap into the power? Why? Why would not tap into the power of love? <laughs> That's what the principality has been warring against. <laughs> That's what the principality. That's what the, I'm going to share something with you. Let me read this to you and I'm going to share something with you. First Corinthians 13. And this is the message Bible. If I speak with human eloquence and angelic ecstasy, but don't love, I'm nothing but the creaking of a rusty gate. If I speak God's word with power, revealing all his mysteries and making everything plain as day. And I have, I have faith that says to a mountain jumps and it jumps, but I don't love, I'm nothing. If I give everything I own to the poor and even go to the stake to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've got nowhere. So no matter what I say, what I believe and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. Um, bank, if I don't have the love of the master, if I can't receive that, if I don't give the love of the master, and if I don't love you with like, like he's saying to love you, I'm bankrupt. I'm, I'm bankrupt. I'm empty. I'm an empty vessel. And can I tell you what happens when you're an empty vessel? You get filled up with the wrong things. That's what happens when you're an empty vessel. You'll get filled up with the wrong things, the wrong things, the wrong things will start filling you up, right? Suspicion, hate, lewdness, crudeness, go over to Galatians 5, 22. And it says, you better walk by the spirit or you going to see, you're going to gratify the desires of your flesh. See, love is a spiritual thing, baby. <laughs> I feel like the auntie came out in me. Love is a spiritual thing, baby. Love is a spirit. Love is a spiritual thing, baby. Love is a spiritual thing. It's not a fleshly thing. Love, love, love ain't no fleshly thing. See love. A lot of us have based our relationships on what we feel, right? Love is a sacrificial seed. <laughs> love is your bargaining chip with the enemy, right? Because I wrestle not against flesh and blood. So let me read this and I want to share something God said, showed to me and then we're going to get out of here. So he says, if I speak God's word with power revealing, he says, so no matter I'm bankrupt without love. So I'm getting ready to give you the next part. So it says love never gives up. Love never, ever, ever gives up. And some of you will say, well, what if they're toxic? Well, that don't mean you stop praying. <laughs> that don't mean you stop loving. That'll, 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 that'll mean, that, that'll mean you stop hoping for the best. <laughs> Love cares for others more than for itself. <laughs> See, I get in this thing when we start talking about love, my God, because I know that the only reason I sit here before you is because of how God loved me. Like I'm, that's why I'm here <laughs> because this is the way that the Lord loved me. I was damaged. I was broken. I was a hot mess. I had so much stuff going on in my life 
And God didn't just love me. He did like he did Peter. He said, I'm going to love you. I'm going to disciple you. And then I'm going to set you out before the nation. Because I'm going to prove to you your self-worth. I'm going to prove to you how much I believe in you. I'm going to prove to you, Lakeisha, that I called you to the nations. I'm going to prove to you that I called you prophet and priest. I'm not getting ready to just let you go to church. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You were broken and disgusted with yourself, but I was never broken and disgusted with you. I still love, I saw every time you thought you were doing something behind my back, every sneaky mess you did, all that, all that stuff. I saw absolutely everything. His love never gave up on me. His love never ran out on me. Even when people, even when people were, oh, you see, even when people were mocking me, even when people were laughing at me, his love never, ever, ever, his love never ran out on me. Yeah, love is a spiritual thing. Love looks different. Love is different. Love isn't the kind of love. That ain't the kind of love that you, you're not used to this kind of love, baby. <laughs> you're not used to this kind of love. He says, so love cares for much. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. When I'm filled in love, I ain't coveting. I ain't even worried about what you got. When I'm filled in love, when God's love for me, I'm not aspiring to get, I'm not going to covet what you got. I ain't got no reason to covet what you got when I'm in love because love fills me up. Remember, I told you anytime we're not filled with love, anytime we're emptied out, other stuff will begin to fill us up. Go read, read, read Galatians 5 and 22, right? Go read, read what, what other things will come in you when you don't let God's love fill you up. It says love doesn't strut. It's not strut. It's not strut. When I love you, I don't have to strut myself around. I don't have to boast myself around. I don't have to continuously remind you how much I love you. God doesn't strut himself around. He just loves. He just does. Right. That's why I, that's why the action statement when we leave here in the morning is go be loved today. <laughs> right. Go be loved today. Go be it. Be it. Exist in it. Right. Get exist in it. Love is an action word. Go be loved today. It doesn't have a swelled head. If I love you, my head ain't swollen. I ain't walking around boasting and how big I love you or how mm -mm, my head ain't. So as a matter of fact, those that really understand the father's love is they low, baby, <laughs> low buttermilk, low, baby, low, 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 baby, low. We roll low. We roll low when we understand God's love. Because what we know without a doubt, we didn't deserve this love. Love is the power. Love is the power. Love is the power. Love is the power. Love is the power that we've been lacking in some areas. My God, love is the power. He says it doesn't force itself on others. Can I tell you this? What I'm learning as I'm maturing, as I'm growing in God's love and understanding so how much love it is, I ain't never got to force myself on you. I ain't got to never force myself to be in relationship with you. I've never got to force you to receive my Jesus. I've never got to force you to believe what I do. All I got to do is love you. All I got to do is love you right where you at. All I got to do is love you right in your mistakes. All I got to do is all I got to do is demonstrate God's love to you. I don't have to force myself. I don't have to push you to do anything. All I got to do is surrender to love. And then you'll surrender in love. I don't have to. I don't have to. I don't. I don't have to do. I don't have to force my way. I don't force myself on you. I don't do that. I don't have to force myself. I don't push myself in a position. 
right? Yes, Deidre, it is deeper. Why? Because it's spiritual. Love is a spiritual thing. And people will be like, oh, that sounds so far-fetched. Love ain't difficult if you let your spirit lead. <laughs> it's not difficult if you let your spirit, if you renew your mind in the flesh and say, this is the way that loves us. So I ain't got to force myself on you. I ain't got to chin check you. I ain't got to go off on you. I ain't got to do none of that. All I got to do is love you. <laughs> yeah, Angela. Oh, no, man. Anything but to love you. All I got to do is love you. All I, all I got to do is love you. Because love is the power source. It says, it, love isn't always me first. Love isn't always me first. Love isn't always me, 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 me. Because can I tell you something? Love, come on, Holy Spirit. Love understands that love takes care of itself. Can I give it to you in scripture? <laughs> Can I give it to you in scripture? Whatever I sow to the flesh, it's going to reap the flesh. Whatever I sow to the spirit, it's going to reap the spirit. <laughs> Galatians 6 and 8. If I sow to the flesh, it's going to reap destruction. If I slow, sow to my spirit, it's going to reap uh, an eternal life and an eternal inheritance. If I sow love, it's going, if I love you no matter what, it's going to reap an eternal inheritance. That's why I like the scripture in Timothy when it says clear the conscience. When I find myself in beef or stress or stressed out with somebody, it's like, mm-mm. If I can clear my conscience, if I know I'm loving them the way that God tells them to love them, then I'm not getting ready to get pulled into this principality who wants to fight. Right? That wants to fight. This principality wants to fight. I'm not getting ready to get pulled into this principality who wants to fight. I'm not going to do it. Love doesn't. This is what I like. The next part. Love doesn't fly off the handle. See, when you operate in love, your, your emotions levelize and they're managed differently. Right. So I'm not going to fly off the handle because I'm going to be able to understand where you're coming from. Right. I'm not going to be can see flying off the handle handle can be wrapped in anxiety too. remember Philippians four and six tells be anxious for absolutely nothing. All things in prayer and supplication. So when I'm in love, I don't fly off the handle. Right. And most of us just have not been taught properly love. I'm not going to fly. I'm not going to let my thoughts be anxious. I'm not going to be all over the place. I'm not going to do that. Why? Because I'm going to manage myself in love. Love, 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 love is the power, baby. Love is the power source. It's love, 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 it's love. My God is love, right? Love doesn't keep a score of the sins of others. I ain't got no tally marks on your mistakes. I ain't got no tally marks because God ain't got no tally marks. See, I ain't got no tally marks on your mistake because God ain't got no tally marks on mine. So the moment that you come to me, remember the scripture, find that for me. Just when he says, how many times Peter was like, how many times should we be forgiving him? If they keep messing up, how many times are we going to forgive him? Right. How many times are you going to forgive him? And he said, set in a day, seven. He said in a day, you got to go back and read that. He said in a day, seven times 70. Right. So if I multiply seven hundred four hundred, if in a day, I need you to love this much in a day. I need you to forgive them. If they come and ask forgiveness 70 times a day, every time that they ask for forgiveness that time that day, I need you to do that. I need you to forgive them because I'm not going to keep score of your sins because God isn't keeping score of my sins. And I don't know about you, but there are some things that I've sinned and done that I don't need God to keep score on your book. 
My books ain't clean, baby. It's red in the ledger. It's red. It's red in my ledger. It's red. I don't, I got red. I got some, I got some red. I got some red in my ledger that I don't even need God. I need, I don't even need God to pay attention to. I don't, I don't even need, I got some red, I get red, I got some red in my ledger, baby. I don't even need God paying attention to the red in my ledger. I need, I, I need the blood to carry that, right? So love, 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 love doesn't rebel when others grovel. It doesn't rebel. It doesn't rebel when others gro gro grovel. It doesn't rebel when you're in a bad position. It doesn't rebel when you get your just due. Mm -mm. As a matter of fact, love will begin to intercede for you and say, Lord, Lord, cover them. Forgive them, Father. That's what Jesus said. Forgive them, Father, for they don't know what they're doing. He knew they was wrong. He knew they was messed up. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they do. They really don't know what they do. It's really a principality behind the scenes operating in them. It's really something else going on here. They don't realize they antagonizing me. They don't realize they being ugly. They don't realize they, they haven't got, they're not caught up in that. They don't realize that. They, they don't realize that. Father, go on and forgive them what they do. Love. Love takes pleasure in the flowering of truth. Love takes pleasure in the flowering of truth. My God, love puts up with anything. My God. What you mean anything? When I asked the Lord, because in the other scripture it says love suffered long. When I asked the Lord, I said, how long are we supposed to suffer in love? And he said, long. And I said, what's long? He said, till the change come, <laughs> till the change. Well, I need to protect myself and I need to put up boundaries and measures, all that. I understand all that. Whatever your flesh keep, tends to tell you, but love will speak differently. <laughs> love, trust God always, right? Love, trust God always. I don't have to trust you. I just have to trust God. I don't have to trust you. I don't have to trust you. I, I don't. I don't have to trust you. I don't have to trust you. I just have to trust God. I don't have to trust you. I can I tell you something? I, I'm not looking for you. I'm looking for the spirit in you. I'm looking for the spirit in you. I'm not looking for your flesh. I'm looking at the spirit for, for the spirit in you. And it's a spiritual thing. I'm not looking for your, your, I'm not, I ain't paying no attention to your flesh. Cause it keeps reminding me we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're wrestling against the principality. I'm looking for the spirit in you. I'm trying to connect to the spirit of you, right? So I'm not going to, I'm not, love gonna, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to trust God. I'm not trusting you. I'm going to trust God. I'm not trusting you. I'm trusting God. I'm trusting God. If God brought me to this relationship, if God told me to be in this relationship, then I'm going to trust with God. Even if you got a little bit of God in you, that's what I'm trusting. I'm trusting God to rectify it. I'm trusting God to change it. I'm trusting God to move it. I'm trusting God to develop it. I'm looking for the spirit in you. That's what I'm trying to tap into. My spirit needs to tap. This is a, a spiritual thing, baby. And it says it always looks for the best. Never looks back and keeps going to the end. I'm all, I'm looking for the good in you. I'm praying for the good in you. I'm believing the best in you. When Jesus said, I'll leave the, I'll leave one. I'll leave, I'll leave one. I'll leave, I'll leave one. I'll leave for one. I'm going for one. I'm, I'm going for one. I'm looking for one. I'm leaving the 99. I'm going for one. I'm looking for the best. I'm going after that one. I want that one, Lakeisha. I want that one. I want that one. I want that one house. I want that one person. I want that one country. I want that one city. I want that one state. I want that one nation. I want, I want that one God. God I want that. I want one, right? So I'm not looking back and I'm going to keep going to the end. I'm going to let you complete this thing. <laughs> I'm going to let you complete this thing. I'm going to be like Paul. 
I'm gonna, I, I want to be able to say at the end, I finished my race. And I'm not going to take pride in this. Like, I'm not going to take pride in this. I'm not going to take pride in this. I'm going to settle myself in you. And then 8 and 10 says, love never dies. Inspired speech will be over someday. Praying in tongues will end. Understanding will reach its limit. We know only a portion of the truth. And what we say about God is always incomplete. But when the complete arrives, our incompleteness will be canceled. When I was an infant at my mother's breast, I gurgled and cooled like an infant. When I grew up, I left loose those infant ways for good. We don't yet see things clearly. We're squinting in a fog, peering through a mist. But it won't be long before the weather clears and the sun shines bright. We'll see it all then, see it all clearly as God sees us, knowing him directly just as he knows us. But for right now, until that completeness, we have three things to do to lead us towards the consummation. My God, we are the bride of the church. Oh, there's so much I could say. Trust steadily in God. Hope unswervingly. Love extravagantly. And the best of these three is love. <laughs> the best of these three is love. Oh, it won't be long, baby. Why? Because love is your power source. This morning I was, I was praying and the Lord was saying to me, he said, I need you to understand that every time you pray, your prayers are heard, right? And so the, the job of the principality is to keep you from praying, right? He doesn't want you to believe you receive. That's why it's, that's why I keep saying you need to learn how to pray the word of God. Well, in order for me to learn how to pray the word of God, I got to spend time in the word of God. If I'm going to learn how to pray the word of God, right? If I'm going to learn how to pray the word of God, then I got to learn to Spend time in the word of God, right? Right? That's what I got to do. I got to learn to spend time in the word. He said, there is not a prayer that you pray that won't be heard. So if I'm praying, so, if, but if I, but if the enemy lets you look at this from your eyes, your natural eyes, you will not pray the way you need to pray. You will not ask for people's eyes of their understanding to be open to the hope and call and to be enlightened. You will not ask me to pour my spirit out on flesh. The whole job of the, 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 the principality is to get you off target so you won't pray the word of God. And in the last days, he said, I'll pour my spirit out upon all flesh. So if I see you lacking in some area, then I should be praying for the spirit to be poured out upon your flesh. But if I get frustrated with you, then it's going to block my love walk with you. And then I'm not going to pray. Can I show you some God show me? We live off the prayers of others. <laughs> some of you are only where you are because of the generations before you that prayed. Your grandmama and them that stood in the gap, that stood in the way. Your folks that, that got in the gap. The folks, the folks that got, got in the gap, right? <laughs> the folks that got in the gap. You are, and so if I can have you frustrated, if I can have you mad, if I can have you discouraged, if I can have you upset, then you won't pray the way that you need to pray. And then when you won't pray that you, the way that you need to pray, can I tell you something? Once the prayer is activated in the word, the devil, can I tell you what it means when we don't wrestle again? But these are the weapons of our warfare, helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, gird your waist in the waist of truth. Because at the, with the idea, the idea is once I pray and release the word, the angels are activated. Hebrews 1.14, if you want to check what I'm saying. Hebrews 1.14, the angels respond right to the activation of the word my god and so if the angels respond to the activation of the word then what that's it i'm through i gotta get out of here right if the angel I, so then then i got to pray 
And I can't afraid to be frustrated. And I can't afraid to be upset. And I can't afraid to be mad. My God, my prayers are being answered. I've got to pray anyhow. I've got to stand anyhow. I've got to trust anyhow. I've got to, it don't matter what my eyes see. Don't trust your eyes. They will deceive you. What matters is that I believed that I received when I prayed. Jesus said, if you believe when you receive what you pray, if you're praying the will of God on this earth, you think God not going to answer you? You think God not going to answer you? So if I can get you mad, then you won't pray. That's why he said, bless those that bless you. Bless them out your mouth. It may not be that you always send them something tangible. If I'm praying for you, after a while, I'm going to get unmad at you. Thank you for joining us today. If in any way we can serve you, if you are in need of prayer, or you want to know more about the ministry, log on to our website, lmjministries.org, and send us a message letting us know how we can help you. Did you know that there are two new Pillow Talks coming up this year? Pillow Talk in Paint and Pillow Talk Teens. Both have in-person and virtual options. Pillow Talk Paint will be June 11, 2022 from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And Pillow Talk Teens will be July 16, 2022. You may go register at lmjministries.org. If you would like to allow Jesus into your heart, please repeat the following words. Dear Jesus, I know I have sinned against you. I am sorry for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you as best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. If you have received the prayer of salvation and made your statement of faith, we would like to connect with you. Please email us at info at jasmineomj.com or call us at 501-420-3573. We can help you get connected to a local church in your area. If you would like to send a donation to the ministry and or become a partner, visit our website, lmjministries.org, for all of our ways to give. Make sure you are subscribed to our social media as well as our email list so that you may stay tuned to our daily devotionals, daily inspiration, as well as important updates and information. And remember, go be loved today.